Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Hello, shoppers, and welcome to my store. On aisle six today, you will find you will find a witch and a pumpkin, and that Easter bunny is trying to find his way in there. They don't belong in there. That's valuable real estate. This is my spot. I am the Christmas elf. Get rid of them. Well, hello there, and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy, and I'm absolutely delighted to be joining you again today, and this is episode number four. That's right, we finally made it to the fourth one, and I wasn't sure this week how I was going to do it. Oh, lucky me, I came down with quite the cold earlier on in the week, and it was not a lot of fun. I joked around that I was looking underneath the bed trying to find the lung that I coughed up because, goodness gracious, I certainly was coughing hard this week. But lucky for me, that part seems to be uh, settling down now. I haven't coughed for uh, just about a whole day now, and that's quite a blessing. And, of course, I did the responsible thing, and I went in and got tested and made sure that it simply is just a cold and nothing else, and always a little bit of a relief, especially during these crazy times. And speaking of crazy times, I've noticed lately that it seems we're already getting really quickly into the holiday advertising. Yeah, has it ever come on early this year? I mean, we're at November 14th, and I think I've been seeing Christmas wrap out in the stores for over a month. Yeah, actually, one of our big box stores here, we hadn't even hit Halloween yet, and uh, they had all their Halloween displays up, and the boxes of Christmas wrap were creeping up in the corner. Enough is enough. I'm not sure if it was just old stuff they were just trying to get out and clear out before they brought the new stuff out, but it just seemed kind of odd to me, you know, to be in the beginning of October looking at Christmas wrap and then headed over to another aisle for the Halloween costumes and all those displays, and knowing that we hadn't even hit Remembrance Day yet and we're full tilt into Christmas advertising. It sure comes up early. I do try to be understanding of it. I I actually worked in advertising before. I've worked in both print and radio advertising. That's way back in another lifetime. When I worked in radio, I remember how important it was to make sure that you looked after your retailers during the holiday season. Very, very important because, you know, a lot of the retailers, that's a time when maybe make it or break it for them. Uh, A lot of those retailers have paid good money to bring that product in. And especially for smaller private retailers, they need the support of the community to, you know, buy those items and make sure they're not stuck with leftover stock. They're also relying on it to feed their own families during the Christmas season. So I know how important it is for those retailers to be able to have support to get the word out about their product and to have those things sell. Everybody has to feed their families. I totally get it. 
It's interesting. I haven't had cable vision for a few years. And uh, during the pandemic, you know, we were sometimes saying it would be kind of nice to have cable, you know, when we weren't going out, we weren't seeing people. However, we've had so many different options for electronic entertainment. We didn't really feel it was needed. This winter, I thought, why don't we just splurge? And for this winter, we'll get cable, see how it goes, and just see what we think of it. It's actually been kind of nice to have it back again. I mean, we have so many other options for online entertainment, but I, I must say I am enjoying certain channels that you didn't have before. I've always been a bit of a news hound, and I, I know I can get the news from very many different mediums, but I do like being able to know what's on at a certain time every day, getting updated, and there's just certain news channels that I like. I thought I signed up for cable TV, not commercial TV. We've just been a short period of time having cable back again and going, wow, we look how many Christmas commercials there are. We're not even at the middle of November yet. And it's crazy. Just every second commercial has, you know, the sounds of Christmas bells and Christmas trees and get your gift and buy this, buy that ahead of time. And it seems like there's so much focus on having the biggest and the best of everything. And I really hope as we head into the holiday season, you know, that people will remember it's um, it's great to be kind, it's great to be generous, but it doesn't all have to rotate around commercialism. Because I don't have young children at home anymore. And I know when my kids were little, I certainly liked to play it up and have a lot of fun with getting gifts ready and having things organized for the holiday morning. And I know when I was a kid, I just absolutely thrived when the Christmas catalogs would come in the mail. Yeah, that was a really exciting thing. But my mom, as a mom raising four girls, made it really important to us to understand that there was more to Christmas and more to the holiday spirit than just things that would come in a package. And my mom used to knit. She was a really amazing knitter. She used to make socks and mitts and scarves and hats and sweaters. She knit me a sweater one year that had a big picture of a roller skate on the back. It was pretty cool. And every year at Christmas, my mom would give us all a little package and it would always say hugs and warm wishes or love and warm wishes on it. And when we saw that on the tag with her name on it, we knew it was going to be something that she knit for us. And my mom was really big on us not getting caught up in everything that had to do with presents. It would make Christmas a really, really special time for us. And some of the lessons she taught us are lessons that'll stay with me for life. When we would get the Christmas catalogs arriving at our house, in fact, I lived in the north, so we had very limited shopping when I was a kid. And we used to get two Christmas catalogs. We'd have the Sears Wish Book and we'd get the Eaton's catalog. Oh my goodness, we would get so excited when those things would come in the mail. And all four of us would line up on the couch and we'd sit down and we'd pass the catalogs back and forth. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Wouldn't that be great? Hey, you can pick out one thing. And then my older sister, who is a, a little bit older than I am, um, would actually kind of call everybody into order and say, you guys, Santa Claus has a budget. <laughs> she would get us to remember that you couldn't pick out gifts over a certain dollar value because she'd say, I think that's too hard on Santa Claus and it's really important that you keep your wishes to something that's a little more reasonable. So when we were younger, I didn't quite understand why there was a budget for it, but she definitely helped steer us in the right direction. We loved those catalogs. You know, eventually the catalogs stopped coming and we had more stores. 
Um, but those were fond memories for us, you know, even after Christmas, months after we would still have those catalogs and we would pick them up and we would look at them, we would look at all the toys or we would cut out the pictures and make collages with them. It was just fun. We had a lot of fun with that. So I go back now to where things are so much different. You know, you do get some flyers that come in with the newspapers in the mail or flyers that get dropped off in the mailbox. But right now we're in a digital age. We're in an age where there's so much more coming at us. Whether our kids are watching us on our tablets or they've got their own tablets, it's tablets and cell phones and televisions and every which way you turn, there's electronic devices with advertising coming at us. You've got people podcasting, talking about holidays. Imagine that. I just look at it and I think there's just so much coming out there. And how do you explain to little kids about budgets? Um, when there's so much out there and some of these items are so expensive. And when we were younger, uh, when there were gifts coming at Christmas time, everybody was kind of all in the same boat. Usually there were sleds or there were skates or there were board games. The little hairdresser dolls that, you know, you could do the hair on the doll. There was dolls and teddy bears and blocks and bricks. And remember those car tracks you used to get? They had the little wire with the remote control on it and you can run the cars around the track. I mean, just all kinds of things like that. But everybody was kind of in the same boat, getting roughly the same kinds of things. Uh, everybody that celebrated Christmas, that is. And I'll get to that in a little bit here as well. But there wasn't such a huge commercialism on it. Do you recall one time at Christmas, um, I had a friend who came over and my mom caught wind of her asking me, how many presents did you get? Oh my goodness, my mom was livid. She hauled me aside and she said, did I just hear her correctly? Did she just ask you how many gifts you got? And my mom said, I don't ever want to know that you've asked anybody that. It's not about how many gifts that you got. It's about the fact it was given to you and given to you from the heart. That's what matters. And I remember at the time thinking, wow, she's getting kind of worked up over that. <laughs> and, uh, but that, that stayed with me. I can always remember my mom saying how inappropriate. You should never ask anybody how many gifts did you get? Because that's not what Christmas is supposed to be all about. And I see all these ads, I see all these things happening, and it's I hope that as we head into the holiday season, that uh, most of us can remember not to let that commercialism overtake us. Be kind, be generous, have fun, but remember there's more to all of this than just doing the gifts. If you were to ask me what I remember most about Christmas, yeah, I always remember that we had a Christmas tree, and I always remember the excitement of knowing that there was going to be something under that tree you know, on Christmas morning, sure, get really pumped up and it's exciting. But as I recreated tradition for my own children when I was raising them, if you asked me what I remembered most about Christmas, I remember the times that I sat with my mom and my sisters and we baked together. I remember the time that my sisters and I were making those little candy cane cookies. Yep, the little red and white candy cane cookies that you make with sugar cookie dough. And my mom happened to be at church that night because she went quite often during Advent. And my sisters and I had a great big dough fight and that uh, red dough was stuck all over the ceiling. And we had those old-fashioned tile ceilings, the kind that they used to have in the houses in the 60s and 70s. Oopsie, little blooper. Guess what we found out? That when you get red cookie dough on the ceiling, it stays and it stains. And we had to explain that to my mom when she came home and we had some amends to make. 
I'll never forget that. That was probably one of the biggest doe fights we'd ever had. And uh, I guess that was part of our Christmas spirit. <laughs> Crazy four girls we were. We did get into some mischief. We got into mischief another time, too. And I guess we did get a little too excited about the presents. And decided that we would try to sneak into my mom's closet and have a peek ahead of time. And that was the one and only time we ever did it, and we learned a valuable lesson. Number one, if you're going to pull off something like that, put the tags on properly, because boy, do you get busted when the tags are on the wrong gift. Happened to us. And I think we all spent a night pretty much in tears because we figured we weren't going to be able to get those gifts anymore now that we'd messed up all the tags. We learned a lesson, and we also learned that it doesn't pay to be Snoopy like that because there was actually a lot of disappointment realizing that we'd ruined the surprise by doing that. I think every kid tries to sneak in and do something like that at some point in their life and I'll never forget us doing that and going why did we do that? Why was that temptation there? All four of us did it. We got in there together and thought we'd try it and uh, it was the worst feeling after to realize we disappointed our mom um, by doing that and we definitely did not try to do that again. That was a bad move. Um, But I do remember that as a Christmas memory. And as a more positive memories, I remember mom having this plum pudding she used to make. None of us liked it. We didn't like the taste of it. But she'd pour brandy on it and she'd light it on fire when she'd bring it to the table. So every year we'd ask her, hey, can you make that plum pudding? We love that plum pudding. Well, it had nothing to do with the pudding. We just wanted to watch the burning pudding coming to the table because we thought that was so cool. And to this day, I think, gee, I'd like to make a plum pudding and light it on fire. (laughs) Heck, why do I even have to do that? I burn stuff easily enough as it is. I don't need to have a plum pudding to put on fire. Goodness knows I've put out a few fires in my oven from time to time. I smell smoke. Are you cooking again? (laughs) Oh, well... And I remember the carols, my mom having us gather all around after supper. You know, she put out her guitar and we'd all sing. You know, we're making gingerbread houses together and decorating them. Or just the massive baking sprees where we'd be making fudge and, you know, mincemeat tarts and different kinds of cookies, molasses sugar cookies. And it was just like doing crafts. It'd be like a big craft afternoon, but we're all baking cookies together and singing those carols and the music and the Christmas concerts. It was so much fun, and it was so uplifting. And it didn't always rotate around having presents. I think one of the best Boxing Days I ever ever remember is my mum and letting us invite all the neighborhood kids over one year. And uh, Earl, if you're listening to this at all, I'll definitely say I remember you bringing your guitar and playing. We had a lot of fun. Earl brought his guitar. He played lots of wild rock and roll music in our house. And my mom loved it. Earl was a friend of my older sister's. And mom didn't even want him to go home because he was so great. He just, he played guitar and we all loved it. It was such a good time. And all the neighborhood kids came into our house. We had a tiny little two-bedroom house with four girls. That house was packed with neighborhood kids, just having a good time. We all had been out sledding. We had fresh rosy cheeks. We were drinking hot chocolate, eating candy and chips, and playing with the board games. And we had such a good time. Those are the memories that I have of Christmas. 
Not whether I had a big gift or a small gift. It was the time that I spent with my family and the things that we did together. Those were really important. A few years back, when I was still raising my kids at home, I decided to reach out and try to pull the commercialism out of Christmas a bit, and I suggested, hey guys, how about this year for Christmas? Um, Let's make our main gift be something that's gently used. So whether it's something that you have that you pass on and you share, or whether we go to a thrift shop, whatever we do, let's make sure that we buy something that's gently used that comes from the heart. We had some pretty unique gifts that year, and it was great. I just thought it was so much fun, you know, getting old records or old CDs or unique little platters, things you could buy from a thrift shop. You didn't have to spend a lot of money to give something that was really cool. It was just really neat to do that. It reminds me of something else that my sisters did with their kids. Now, you know, my kids are, are a lot younger because I'm a lot younger than my sisters. Sorry, guys, I'm not calling you old. But the reality is, is they were having kids well before I was. And my family came up with a thing one year where they just said, hey, you know what, let's just draw names between all the kids. And, you know, you might get a 14-year-old who gets a 3-year-old or an 8-year-old who gets a 6-year-old. didn't really matter what the age was. You just had to pick one thing that belonged to you and pass it on to that cousin. We had so many laughs over that. I mean, some of the gifts that a 3-year-old would give to a 9-year-old could just be hilarious and it was all in fun I mean you never know what you're going to get you could get a homemade play-doh character and goodness knows if it would even last when you opened up the package but it didn't matter because it came from the heart that's what it was all about having it come from the heart as we go into the holiday season and I know I've rambled a little bit on and on about this just focus on creating memories and remember that not everybody around us celebrates Christmas And that can be really hard on kids. You don't want anybody to ever feel left out. And unfortunately, when there are kids whose families don't celebrate Christmas, being in a public education system or part of a neighborhood network can be really hard on them because everybody's doing something that you can't be part of. I'm not at all uh, picking religions or saying anything's good or anything's right or wrong, just saying that we do need to be sensitive to the fact that we're not all the same. And try to be sensitive that when there's somebody around you that their religion um, doesn't allow them to celebrate the holiday season, just be sensitive. And as much as they'll be accepting of us doing our thing, we need to be accepting of them doing their thing as well too. And remember, we're still all in this world together and we're all sharing this earth and there's no need to be hard on one another. Just be sensitive that we all have differences in how we celebrate the holidays. And on that note, um, I'm going to get going because I think my voice is going to go sooner than later and I need to go and get a little bit of hot tea and some lemon and hope that I have a better voice tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me here and it's uh, not going to be all about me. I promise you that pretty soon we'll start having other people joining us for episodes as well. I'm going to say goodbye. Have a great night. Remember that smiles do come in all languages and I'll look forward to chatting with you soon. How much racket do I have to listen to? Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I've had enough. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates 
Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.